Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. It's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. No bubblegum pop today, sorry y'all. I am recording on a different location. I am here with my girl Rosie Gold. Hello. That's it? That's all you got? I'm kidding. What's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are recording in her lovely home as, you know, I had to like phone a friend today and past few days and not be past few days past few days <laughs> past few weeks weeks honestly i've been gone for a whole a whole month and so much has happened in that time from nick canning nick canning <laughs> nick cannon jeez words nick cannon announcing the welcome of his 12th ch- yes 12 12 yeah 12th child and Kanye announcing that he wants to buy a whole town in order to make Kanye land or whatever he's calling it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He he's going through it, right? Yeah. Um and then all the dramas and all the lands of TikTok and everything happening. But today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I haven't had Rosie Gold on here and I wanna say a little over in like two years now. Wow, Honestly, was I ever on pop culture? You were, you were. I want to say before we moved into the other apartment, when we were living together. Oh my gosh, we did a live thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a minute ago. We did a whole thing. That was a while ago. <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh my god, I'm back then. Hi, nice to meet you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come so far since then. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> But before we get into the nitty-gritty details of what this episode is, we are going to take a moment of silence for the following individuals. And no, this is not every single person that has passed since the last time I recorded, Um, but just to name a few. We do have American Idol runner-up Willie Spence. Mm -hmm. We do have... Angela Lansbury, who played Mrs. Lovett, to Mrs. Potts. We have Robbie Coltrane, which this one, you guys know, hurts me because that was Hagrid, and I am literally in fucking tears still. We have the extraordinary Leslie Jordan, and of course, we have Jules Bass, along with, well, Takeoff and Aaron Carter. So we are going to take a moment of silence. If you guys would please join us. Thank you everyone for joining us in this moment of silence. If you hear any background noises, any rambunctiousness. Disclaimer. Yeah, the... Rosie Gold has two gorgeous felines. Why is she near the TV? She just wants... We have one that's my peaceful baby. Just sleeping. Mind her business. She can care less. The <laughs> other one snaps into crackhead energy every once in a while. Right now she's looking at us with threatening eyeballs as she would like to knock everything down from the counter she's sitting on or the, whatever that is. Yeah. So if you hear some crashing... Sorry, guys. That's my Momo. <laughs> Adorable. A queen. Both of them. Mm. Kiki, I love you. Peaceful. <laughs> Bundle of floof. Floofers. <laughs> so today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, simply because I have been away for quite some time from y'all. Bro, don't get near fire. What the fuck? 
And if you don't hear noises but you hear us yelling, just assume we're yelling at Momo. <laughs> oh? Oh? Finally. Oh, thank you, God. Oh, my God. I actually feel like a bit of relief. Yeah. Beautiful. So you guys know I'm a spiritualist bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have enveloped all my friends into this world and, you know, with their questions, answered them to the best of my abilities and knowledge. Um, so Rosie Gold did a whole cord cutting that she needed to get done. I did, but what's crazy is that I didn't know I needed it. <laughs> I didn't know this one would be so strong. You know? Um, but I did it, and that's that's why we were yelling at Momo, because she was trying to stick her nose in the flame. But it was at its end, and it just finally went out. I'm not going to lie, I can't stop sighing. I feel like a whole like, oh. Because it was a lot. It was mm-hmm. a lot. It was. For mm-hmm. those who believe, ooh, it be breaking the laws of physics. <laughs> it be breaking the laws of physics. For those of you that don't, well, you know, I don't know. Read a book. I don't yeah, know what to tell you. I love y'all. Yeah, you'll figure it out or you won't. But yeah, be it be breaking the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is going to be in congruence with the makeup and motivation video up on YouTube for your viewing pleasure where you guys already know I do a makeup video and then talk for like 15 minutes of whatever ramblings are jiggling inside my head at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're in the TikTok generation, y'all. If you didn't get it, go on TikTok. But... (laughs) And this is not sponsored by TikTok, but it would be nice. It'd be nice. I spend so much time on there. Um, (laughs) You know, all the shadow banning for me, honestly. All the shadow banning. The fact that I got, the fact that I got taken off for child exploitation and drug use because I was simply just chit-chatting to myself in front of a mirror. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And so, yeah, it's going to go in congruence with that video. The whole topic of discussion in that video is getting your flowers now. What does that possibly mean, you ask? Well, obviously I go into, like, very, very detailed description in the video. But today we are going to talk a little bit more about that, expanding more so into the world of mental health, spiritual insight Mm -hmm. and overall just well-being and self-love in order to you know maybe help a few y'all in the process if y'all going through it get your flowers today exactly because why not treat yourself why not treat yourself but like responsibly though yeah you know there's a difference between like going to trader joe's to get a bouquet of flowers and like spending a thousand dollars at a retail store (laughs) exactly the, the differences are there. Um, the differences are there. Trust me. Don't. Look, I know Afterpay is beautiful, y'all, but y'all need to not go on Shein and Fashion Nova thinking like, yes, it'll be fine. It has Afterpay. That <laughs> no. doesn't mean it's cheaper. <laughs> You're just paying it overtime. Like, no, no. Um, but you know, it'd be looking real nice when it that does. price be dropping. <laughs> you could get a thousand dollars for only twenty dollars today. <laughs> it's like, hold on, I can do what? <laughs> Best sign me up. Yeah, don't do that. That's not what we're talking about. So the reason for all of this, uh, there is a quote that Robbie Coltrane said uh, in the uh, Harry Potter anniversary, and if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. 
if you don't have it, text one of your friends. They probably do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And he basically, you know, they asked him, you know, why his devotion for Hagrid and why he loved it so much. And he was like, because even, and this is why it hurts me. <laughs> He's like, even long after I'm gone, Hagrid will still be there. He will be. You know, many more generations to come, everything. And oh my God, it was so fucking cute, dude. I saw the video at People Universal. Cried. I cried my ass off because they announced it, you know, that he had passed and everybody raised their wands. And I so... sure as hell ran to my bookshelf and grabbed my wand. And I was like, Hagrid, no! And then, of course, the internet is quick. I, I love y'all, but y'all quick as fuck because they immediately, immediately did a whole little gif. And it was everyone that has passed from the world of Harry Potter, which, like, take your rolling, I, we're not talking about you, but the magical world of Harry Potter. And and they were welcoming Hagrid into heaven, and then it was, like, cut, and it's, like, when, when Harry tells Hagrid, it's not Hogwarts without you, Hagrid, and I bawled. I bawled like a baby back bitch. I could not. A baby back bitch. A baby back bitch. There's a reason for that, and I'm Aww. keeping that one tight to my chest. But, yes, it was It was a lot. It was a lot for See, me. I don't even know the world of Harry Potter like that, as you know. Yeah. But even when you were telling me that, I was like, stop it. You're going to make me cry. Right? <laughs> That's so beautiful. You know, and, like, I do love Hagrid as a whole like he makes he makes the film series like we are gonna binge that and that will binge yeah, Star Wars yeah. with you again yes, we're, we're gonna yes. do all of it equal trade equal trade <laughs> um, have I seen Star Wars yes but my daddy issues nothing <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know that really well hmm, okay that was one of the things that really got me into thinking of the legacy that we create every day mm. by the life we choose to live the life you choose, each little move um, mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. what ends up being created exactly because really what are our lives but the puzzle pieces of every little step we've taken along every the journey step, put it's together. the dash on the tombstone from exactly. the birth to the death date mm-hmm. your life is the dash what did you do exactly in that dash. yep and what what started it for me. So, however y'all feel about Nicki Minaj, I don't want to hear it. I know. I know the messes. I know the messes she's been involved with messy. recently. A little messy, right? The messes. I am a barb. I have been since fucking forever and a day. I Trust me. I, 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 I love her songs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, love Nicki. Yes, messes the barbs is a whole. They they do a lot, right? They do a lot. They do a lot. Um, but what got it for me? So the MTV Music Awards back in like fucking in I don't know a couple months ago. (laughs) Back in the two months ago, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) They did the Vanguard Award and she won it. And when she did her fucking scheme of songs. There was not a single person in the entire fucking venue that did not know the words to every single mm-hmm. fucking song. So as much hate as Nikki gets, everybody knows her shit, right? Everyone knows. She's been around for a hot minute, too. Exactly. a generation that knows her song. Exactly. And then Benito, love you, bad bunny. <laughs> bad bunny, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He got an award, you know, and he was at the stadium in the same, I think, in New York. And 
they walk, you know, Nikki is the one that announced it and he got his award and like he like holds it up. I took a screenshot of it because I was like, it's so beautiful. He's like holding it and it looks like the light is shining directly on him and you just see the sea of people. And I'm like, I'm so proud of him because when we're so close in age, which, uh, right, <laughs> right, uh, it hurts a little bit. But he has literally, he has been one of the reggaetoneros of this generation to Ooh. pave the way. For, for anyone others. that happens after and he has done it with the knowledge of all the people that came before him and has even gotten some of the greats of the greats to do collaborations with him on his music showing that you know it really is possible <laughs> first off mm-hmm. right and especially like nikki too she that's what i felt like with nikki like she really did show that a lot was possible for mm-hmm. others to come mm-hmm. but like granted she made me a little messy people may be hate i really don't be in the tea i really don't it's kind of sad because i do follow her but i don't be in the tea mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i know she paved the way <laughs> all she did and that's why like i'm just this is all i'm gonna say on this but the recent issue that was happening with all the rap girls on twitter and all the twitter beef that was going on mm-hmm. All she said, and could she have said it in a different way? Sure. But she was basically just saying, respect me. Respect me. I worked this hard to get this far. Just show some respect on my name. Exactly. And that is not essentially saying that anybody that is coming after her, like, doesn't deserve their accolades. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But do not disrespect the level of work that took for her to be where she is the level of hate that she had to get over mm-hmm. and like all the shit that happened there and it really got me to thinking <laughs> about getting your flowers while you're alive so there was this one thing that like i always saw growing up and like it was gonna be a horrible translation to english but basically saying you know make sure that you collect your flowers Collect your roses when you're living and breathing and able to enjoy them and the smell that they give off versus collecting them on your tombstone as everyone Mm. says goodbye. Like stop and smell the roses while you're alive versus waiting for them to be tossed on your casket. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It it hurt. (laughs) It really did. And it popped up and I was like interesting because where i was at when like all of this was happening you guys already know i've mentioned it on here i was in a whole ass trauma program a bitch is coming to you from the land of the recently unemployed right (laughs) (laughs) you know and now we're out here being boss ass bitches working on our own shit being our own bosses doing our thing but it really got me to thinking of like what have i done for me and with everything that I have done, you're done a lot. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Oh you're doing, you know? Thank you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it got me to thinking: with everything that I have done, when have I taken the time out of my fucking day to actually stop and be like, "Bitch, look at you." Look at you. Look at what you've done. Look at how far you've come with all the adversities, with all the obstacles, with all the hurdles, with all the health issues, mm-hmm. with everything that has been put in your place to deter you from the success that you were trying to build in this life, not only for yourself, but to help others that might be going through the same mm-hmm. thing or something similar. And I sat there and I cried. Obviously, you know, like a true cancer. <laughs> I think that was the most of a true really cancer. You be an been. emotional bitch. I do be. I really do be. But people don't really see that shit, you know. No. 
Well, <laughs> I've seen it. You, you've seen it. <laughs> the general populace, though. Not a thing. Oh, yeah. And I, like, sat there, and I was like, damn, I really did it. I'm like, I got, you know, something very close to the apartment I wanted. I You got a dream apartment to a lot of people who's mm-hmm. still fighting for it. Exactly. I'm like, I got the fucking job that people can only hope to get. Obviously had to leave because, you know, toxic reasons, health issues, toxic all this shit. Health. There all were that. reasons, but yeah, it's the realization that mm-hmm. even with so many reasons, you got there. Yeah, and I never celebrated it. Not really. Not really, yeah. Yeah, not You're really. just like, cool, I'm here. Cool, but like, I still need to do so much. Yeah. Yeah, pressuring yourself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Self-sabotage at its finest. <laughs> and I sat there and I was like, okay, cool. How do I acknowledge myself and my accomplishments in this moment? It's the plane with the cat for me. She attacked. I wasn't trying to play. She just attacked me. <laughs> no, she was playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was it playing w- with my foot my yeah. flesh. <laughs> just simply their claws that hurt you. <laughs> like, Can I play with your skin? <laughs> oh, yes. Back to you. It's <laughs> oh, hilarious. I cannot, you know... I don't have pets, but I'm entertained whenever I visit you yeah. or fucking Ava Productions, Ashley, because uh, Queen Naya, love her too. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't have the entertainment of cats in my home. So you have peace and quiet <laughs> and a clean home because you don't, you don't realize the chaos a cat can create till you get one. You know? You, there's no such thing as a clean home. You have a whole two-year-old toddler. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ooh, my mind went. Whoo. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, what is it that I do to truly acknowledge myself? And when we live in a world of instant gratification, it is so easy to go out, buy myself a bottle, and be like, yes, I'm celebrating me. Ha ha ha. Ooh, Let me cheers. get slapped. Let me get slapped. Uh, you know? Slap me dead. Toxic. You know? And, and it's things like that that made me realize, like, okay, that's cute or whatever. Not really, mm-hmm, bitch. But, but what are you actually doing to pause and smell the roses? Mm-hmm. Not me. Other roses. <laughs> Dead. Dead joke. Sorry. <laughs> but it's really one of those things. It's like, what am I actually doing? Mm. What is it that I like to do? What is it that me, right, Monroe, likes to do in order to enjoy her own time, her own comfort, mm-hmm. her own pleasure? Enjoy yourself in your own energy. Pace and energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To sit with yourself and actually enjoy mm-hmm. Because one of the biggest things along the healing journey that I've always seen is if you can't be alone in your own energy, we got some healing to do. Exactly. Because if you can't enjoy you, Mm. how are you going to be able to sit there comfortably? At any point of your existence, honestly. Mm -hmm. Around anybody else's energy. Mm -hmm. Because, like, obviously, and we should not be living our lives to have other people enjoy us. Mm -hmm. Granted, Yes, we are all gifts to this world, and we are all one to some extent. However, we have to know what it's like to love ourselves first. 
Yeah, exactly. Because you're not going to know what kind of love to accept from someone if you don't know what love you would accept, period. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, like, one of the things I started doing, because I love coffee. Y'all know me. I'm, like, I record this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I record that shit, like, middle midnight, and I'm, like, you know what tastes real good right now? Some cafecito. Mm. Right? Just start boiling it. Add some cinnamon in there. Won't give it to Ashley, but I'll add some cinnamon in there. I'm a salted caramel bitch. Mm. (laughs) You know? With those pancakes, I could tell. Mm, Yeah. They were delicious, by the way. thank you. Amazing. You know, I'm just so proud of me. I found a whole friend group that can cook. Look at all of us. You know, I just made that connection, too. <laughs> I was like, damn, I can cook. You can cook. Ashley can cook. I was like, so proud of D us. D can cook. Yeah, yeah. you can cook. Oh, I got to have some of this cooking, too. Right? Look at <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. We got, you know, way to our hearts is through the stomach. I, Honestly. I was thinking about food. I forgot what we were for a second. <laughs> we got to have a potluck real soon. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We each bring a dish or two. We each, ooh, a main dish and a dessert. Oh, beautiful, perfect. I love mm. it. We need to. But, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> our planning aside, and no, this is not a Thanksgiving plan. This is just like us wanting to do it on a regular day. Wanting for some food. <laughs> we just want to do it for some food. Exactly. But it was things like that that I was like, okay, do I even know how to love me? Do I even know what actually makes me smile? Can I ask a question? Oh, God, it's going to be gross. Do you know how to love you? I do now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I do now. And that's the crazy thing, right? Because before, I was like, yeah, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go drinking. I'm going to go, like, shake my ass on some random person. Like, all these things. I'm going to go treat myself. Let me just splurge all of my savings. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Like, plan. Who needs that? Boop. Mm. And then (laughs) the universe literally sidekicked me into resting. Mm -hmm. Which I do not know how to do. I did not. That was to not a thing. To sit idle and rest and give mm-hmm. up the hustle for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but, but the money. And it was like, but your life. And mm. I'm like, wait, like I'm going to die? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's either rest or I'm dead? Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, so sit the fuck down. And like, I know I mentioned it on the YouTube channel and everything, and I did a slight thing here, but it was around the time my sister passed away, my brother-in-law, not my sister here on stateside, I just want to make that real clear, I don't need nobody freaking out, family, y'all, she's safe, she's fine, her husband, babies, they're all good, but my other sister, when my sister Veronica, yeah, um, it was around that time, so it really was back to back to back hidden and you know i don't want to say this that is because of that anything but you know sometimes you do realize that like if you don't rest it looks like a whole lot of smacks from left and right and left and right and left and right until you do mm-hmm. you know because you simply sometimes just need to rest if the world is smacking you rest yeah. why are you trying to work so hard doing all the smacks you know and it really got me because after she passed i definitely was that bitch going back to the office being like no i can't be fine. at home i need to be here i'm fine everything's fine because i was not okay and i didn't have the sufficient space within myself 
and trust in myself to acknowledge that I wasn't. Oh, this is a sad moment. I'm glad we know him better. Are you okay? <laughs> I was like, that was pretty recent. Why didn't you phone a friend? You know, because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to bother them. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. phone me. <laughs> But yeah, do yeah. No, I got cussed out so much around that time, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm better now. But it's one of those things that like it gave me no choice but to pause mm-hmm. and really take a good hard look and be like, okay, what am I actually doing for me? What am I doing in my life that is feeding my soul to the point where I live every single day with the intent to actually live my life Mm -hmm. and enjoy it regardless of the obstacles exactly regardless of the sadness and the traumatic moments and the hurting how can i still live in spite of it so what did you start doing to discover it well, after I ran my ass to Ina's office and she was like, you need to go to program. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, other than the like smack into therapy and program. Yeah. What did you discover that you can do for you? And Actually, just do for you. Taking every morning and every night a period of time just for me. So it's like now every morning I have a solid ritual where it's like I nice. get up. Don't touch my phone. Oh, I know. Nice. Sounds crazy, right? Oh, I know. I know. The first thing anyone does oh, is this you check your phone. Oh, no. Oh, no. You check your phone. But nope. I get up. I do everything that I have to do in order to prepare myself for the day, which for me doesn't include like prayer and meditation and okay. like spiritual aspects. Beautiful. And then, okay, cool. Did that. Brush my teeth. Wash my face. Showered. Whatever I need to do. All the self-care. All the self-care. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me have breakfast. Okay, cool. Coffee. What will my day... Oh, yeah, no. Coffee's like a whole day thing. Let's be real. Why are we lying, Why are we lying to them? Uh, yeah, you know, coffee's in the morning and then like two hours later and then like two hours later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, look, dinner time. With coffee. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I spent a lot of time caffeinated. Interesting. <laughs> But it was one of those things where I was like, okay, how can I incorporate time for myself every single day? Because I am the type of person that did not do that. That was very much so like whoever needs me, whenever they need me at all Mm -hmm. points, at all times, I'm there. Yes, I am your backbone. I am this. I am that. But like, who's the backbone to the backbone? Who's your backbone? You know, what are you doing for you? You know, we realized it led to a whole burnout. Mm -hmm. That's what that was, you know. And... It's good that you say that because a lot of people are pushing themselves to that burnout because they think it's once they have the burnout, then I, then I'll rest. Mm-hmm. But it's the realization that you need to rest periodically so that you don't burn out. Yeah. Mm. And it's crazy because in a society that is instantly gratuitous and everything has to be done like, you know, you don't see rest as a commonplace thing you see it as a disruption and interruption to the societal norm and everything that needs to get done which Them damn stigmas you know? you know rest should be rest but i i see where it has become like why are you resting are you lazy are you procrastinating like there's all these things you can label it mm-hmm. oh especially procrastination <gasps> 
anytime like no i need a nap right now and everyone's like well you could be doing these 10 other things i've said it to myself mm, you could be doing da, 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 da. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you're just like but i'm tired and then the guilt that comes from it mm, the guilt because on social media we see everyone doing everything so quickly supposedly yeah as far as it looks as it far looks as it looks as it looks quick as fuck <laughs> and then burnout happens and you have no choice but to literally disappear from the face of the earth mm-hmm. and figure it out because and i will say this to anyone right now struggling we are in eclipse season <laughs> we are in major release oh momo gagging over that oh god <laughs> she's like oh that she's made like, a hairball <laughs> season <laughs> she's like not the eclipse but oh yeah there's a whole lot of potential for burnout mm-hmm. and overthinking and mm-hmm. over processing and overdoing mm-hmm. Ugh, especially since eclipse season just happens to be at a perfect time of the holidays Ugh. a lot of burnout can occur oh yeah <laughs> especially because if we are getting all these messages and signs and synchronicities and everything whether you are spiritual or not. I'm if sure you, you're feeling some type of shift. You know, if you got that gut feeling of maybe this place isn't good for me. Maybe this relationship isn't good for me. Maybe this job isn't good for me. Maybe I need to cut these people out of my life. A lot of questioning things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is the time to pull back, take a moment, pause. Recenter with yourself. Yes, and breathe. Breathing, we were talking about that earlier. Just just how breathing doesn't seem like it can do a whole lot, mm-hmm. but it can do a whole lot. And different breathing exercises are there for a reason. Exactly. And really just take a good look and look at everything you've done, how far you truly have gotten. Mm. And we said this on your podcast. You said it. You're like, you know, you have gotten over the worst of mm. what have been your worst days yeah. to this point. Where I, I think it was some, like, TikTok or Instagram quote. But mm-hmm. it was saying, like, you have, you know, successfully accomplished 100% of your bad days so mm-hmm. far. So you will get through this bad day as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're questioning so much... It's like, I used to say this thing when I was younger, and... When I was but a wee lad. When I was a wee lad, out in the streets. <laughs> Dogging them streets. <laughs> doing some all type of shit that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, mm-hmm. mm. We've all been there. <laughs> you know, not that long ago I was a hulk. Anyway. Um, Once upon a time, I was a hulk. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> oh me <laughs> oh you <laughs> and when someone would ask me a question America that was a bitch I was, I was a solid bitch for a hot minute what's she doing she's literally pulling books out of the bookshop why are you like this <laughs> do you want to read Oh, it's like to prevent a solid crash of books coming down. Let me just fix that real quick. <laughs> She'll be fine. No, she won't. She's still gonna do it. But yeah. anyway, I mean, for all of you wearing headphones when you listen to this, I apologize if there's a sudden loud crash <laughs> followed by a scream of "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> she is chaos incarnate. I love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people would ask me a question, and I'd be like, "Well, how do you feel about it?" 
usually pertaining to relationships. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, that's your answer. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if you don't know, then the answer is simply no. That's true, because if you knew, then you know. Then there it is. There's your answer. If you don't know, then it's a no, but you're overthinking it. You're looking at the potential potential there's the stigmas telling you one thing but you are feeling another therefore there's the i don't know Mm -hmm. but it's a no exactly and i would say that right and then i grew (laughs) up and i like was like nope doesn't apply to me or my existence Mm -hmm. that's cute but not for me (laughs) toss out the brain (laughs) (laughs) toss out the whole brain or just toss that out of your brain (laughs) no the whole brain (laughs) the whole brain we don't need you (laughs) <laughs> we don't need you for this. I need other things to be done. Oh, you're taking up space. Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's just hurting. You're you know, hurting me over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> so much becomes autopilot, especially during a burnout. Oh yes, because those survival instincts mm-hmm. kick in. You mm-hmm. know, whatever gets you through those days will just automatically turn on for you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they're the best to get you through that day. It's just because since you weren't helping yourself get through it, they turned on to help you get through it. It becomes a reflex. It becomes a reflex. It's it's just a reflex. Uh, as far as the world of like trauma healing and mental health, it's also like just brought up as those survival instincts. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that everyone's feeling this need of survival, but at the same time, yeah, you'd be feeling some type of need of survival. And they just click those things to help you through it. They may not always be the healthiest. It's just because you, you burned out. Yep. You burned out. You burned out, and it's all you know. Mm-hmm. And when I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm resting. The universe says I can't move from this couch. That's fine. I started looking into, like, how did I even get here? Oh, yeah, that one hurts. Yeah. 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 It's a whole lot of healing and, and <laughs> healing necessary to ask the question, too. How yeah. did I even get here? How did I even get here? How mm. did I push myself, right? Because mm. no one was forcing me. Sure, there's obligations mm. at work. There's familial obligations. There's yeah. societal obligations. There's a lot of... Sure. A lot in the environment mm-hmm. that led to certain things, yes. But still, you as your own vessel... How did you captain your ship mm-hmm. and get here? Exactly. It was like, how mm. did I allow me to get so far to the point where I'm no longer me? Oh, I didn't know this episode was going to be so deep. <laughs> You're like, oh, we're just talking about like getting your own flowers. Okay. <laughs> she was like, flower is beautiful. We'll beautiful. go to the store tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, we hurtin'. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm, I'm okay. Y'all okay? We're this okay. is why I got us rum. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> you know, you weren't zipping it much when we were going through my podcast. Now I'm going through yours and I'm chugging it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, y'all. We're okay. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. I promise. Ooh, keep going. That's deep. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I feel like some. Cream is going to need to be put on these burns later. Right now. Okay. <laughs> you need some aloe for <laughs> that I need burn. Some aloe. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it really, it was it was a whoosh question because I was laying there because I, I bitch got sick, sick too. So, yeah, you went down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grieving. It was like a whole endo. mental. That's how you know it's a burnout. It's mm-hmm. mental. It's physical. Spiritual. Spiritual. It's oh, just brother. like a going down. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a whole burnout. All of the, all of the, everything was feeling that burnout. 
you know, that's okay. But thank you. You know, thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I laid there and I was like, how did I allow it to get this far? Because, hmm, right, yes, we are victims of our environment to some extent, but... Yeah, okay. Um, she found a golf ball and she's playing golf. I was like, "Is that her stomach grumbling? She just <laughs> ate." I'm confused. You're just like that. What is happening? <laughs> yes, you can tell you don't live with animals. I don't. I was like, "Is her tummy grumbling?" I was like, "Wait, she just had food though. That's not her tummy. You good, bro?" Yeah, whole rush of emotions. I don't. I don't have pets, so no. I'm you're not. very nurturing, and you've, you've been around kids, so I see your worry, or you're just like, is your tummy growling? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's fine. She's just chaos. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> you saw my slight get up. That's uh-huh. why you're like, she's fine. You know, just like, does someone need nurturing? And now she's good. <laughs> oh, God, Momo, you scare me sometimes, bro. <laughs> I promise you she wasn't like this when you were in New York. You know, maybe acting different when Mama's not home. <laughs> she was real chill. She was sitting. Still? Yes. <laughs> I don't see her sit still unless she's sleeping. No, she was chilling. Yeah, she, she gave you. Like, I'm glad she behaved for you. I'm glad yeah, she did behave for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't have this when you were here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> can't talk to the side for a second. Um, yeah, no, I, I was just like, how did I let it get do? here? Right? Because that was the thing. It's like, well, yes, victims of the environment to an extent. Mm-hmm. To an extent, exactly. To the extent. Is the environment playing its role, but what are you doing in counter of it? Exactly. Mm. Or doing to follow it, to right? follow it. What are you doing for you through it all? Mm-hmm. And the you of it often gets pushed to the side. And for me, mm-hmm. growing up a Mexicana in a boomer household, the baby. The baby. The baby. There were so many expectations, right? Mm. And there's all the stigmas of the babies get everything. And I'm like, mm. no, I'm still the girl, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was this stigma and beliefs that the babies are also spoiled. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That's cute. Not exactly. Think about that. You're considered first generation. I didn't even think about. That. Yeah. 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 I'm first um, generation. See, I didn't have. I didn't even think about. That. I don't have similar problems like that because my parents mm-hmm. were born here, so I'm technically like second generation here. Mm-hmm. They already fucked up. So what could I do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I'm first generation, so like all those stigmas still hit, and I'm just sitting here like, okay. Why did I allow me to push myself to the brink of my mental health, my physical health, and my spiritual health to the point where I ended up being hospitalized because of loss and overworking and, you know, insecurities that if I didn't go to work and I took the time, then my coworkers would hate me and my bosses would hate me and I will be reprimanded. Oh, that's a whole different society or systematic abuse there for sure. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, them certain coworkers don't 
You know, it's hard to say. There's always the good ones. There's, but there's the good always ones. a lot and a lot of employers who don't care that much. Mm-hmm. You're literally putting yourself in a hospital for them, mm-hmm. and they'll replace your number in a heartbeat. They sure did. <laughs> and they sure did. And they sure did. You know, eight years of my life, but they were like, bye. Bye. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I'm just like in shock because. You did so much. You were so I, good. I did my best. And I really thought I was out here like, oh my God, they're so good to me. Oh my God, this, that, and the third, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then they heard, oh, she's going to be in PT till the end of the year. Boom, gone. She needs to go. She can't be here no more. No liability. We need this to replace her and everything. And then when I was in my program, you know, they, they asked me, they're like, why can't you go back? What is stopping you? And I was like, I did a thing the other day and I walked near the building and I had a full-blown panic attack and ran home. That's a whole mile and a half away. You know? And that's also something to say that, like, I feel like a lot of us experience that burnout slash... Trauma. Trauma slash get it together. You need to take a break and this job is not for you through the whole balloon panic attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I've panic attacked out of previous jobs because, like... Felt like, okay, it might be time to go. Couldn't do it because why? Money, this, that, pressure, success, bills, rent, panic attack. Boom, can't go no more. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, and I know that you and I talk about it all the time. Body keeps the score. Body keeps the score. It's a good book, guys. You gotta look at the body keeps the score. If you're still going through your traumas, tread lightly and go to therapy you know it is a very traumatic but we have to talk about that on the episode where people yeah. react differently because yeah. i do react more of the read it keep going hmm interesting and see it very factual but you know the book does have a lot of things that you have can be to a trigger that can be so triggering mm-hmm. so triggering. see i took all of that as like oh my god that's so sad but so true and blah 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 and kept going and it wasn't until i gave you the book and our other friend the book And y'all were like, whoa, this is a lot. And I was like, oh, you know what? It is. (laughs) So tread lightly. It does bring up a lot that can just trigger Mm -hmm. someone. But what I love about the concept of that book and, like, what I loved about the program I was in was the acknowledgement that there is a connection between the body and the brain. Mm. Which you would think would be. You would think that it would be common sense, but it is this generation that has figured it out and put those resources and connections out there. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so much more common now. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the generation before us, there's no such thing. There's no, no such thing in the previous generations <laughs> of that connection. The brain the brain is something that makes you feel emotions. You're crazy. Yeah, like the brain just functions. And like, yeah, you're functioning because of it. But they don't think about how you can malfunction because, because of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's one of the things that like, you know, and even... In our woke generation, there's still so many stigmas. So many. That's the thing. You know, Gen Zs, we love you, and we're glad you're fighting the fight. But the millennials have been fighting this fight because we came from the previous baby boomer mm-hmm. kind of generation where this was just simply not a thing. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, mm, but I think it is. And fighting to, like, prove that there is yeah. this connection. Yeah. And so it's more obvious, mm-hmm. but, you know, it takes fighting to see it mm-hmm. in this generation. Because, like, it. and you're the one that told me, you're like, you know, why didn't you file this as workman's comp? And I was like, you know, I didn't fucking know. 
And we're not going to get into too many details because legalities and shit. But legalities and shit. Legalities and shit. But it's one of those things where, like, even my PT, specialist, love her, Mel, you're the best. Um, shout out to Mel. Shout out, Melissa. Ooh. <laughs> and she told me, she's like, you know, it's really baffling to her as a physical therapist to see that people don't see the links between trauma and physical health. And for me, mm. you guys know I have endometriosis. We've talked about this a billion times over. Stay tuned for the series that is going to be launching with so many excruciating details that you're going to be like, ooh, but all the endo babies. Yeah, honestly. Will understand and on different level, you know. Honestly. They'll be, they'll be feeling so much welcoming. And, yeah, uh, you that's know. true. I love you. You all <laughs> some strong ass bitches. You all mm-hmm. some strong ass bitches. I love you. But <laughs> she was like, you know, you physically cannot handle stress like a normal person. And I was like, what even is normal? What even is normal? <laughs> right? And she's like, granted, yes, who is normal? But she's like, you, the way your body functions, what any of your other mm-hmm. friends can handle, regardless of their health issues and everything, your body cannot. grabs that stress and puts it somewhere physically, physically in the body. In the body. Which I just have to say, because a lot of people listening may or may not have heard this before, but trauma is not just something of an event that occurs. Mm-hmm. The event that occurs causes trauma because it is traumatizing, mm-hmm. but trauma is physical. Exactly. And a lot of people think trauma, yes, the event, no. The event is the event. Mm-hmm. Trauma is the physical thing left behind in your body because of the event. And that is the big understanding that this generation is getting and moving Mm -hmm. forward that the previous generation was never able to really see in their days or even remotely grasp. Or remotely grasp. Mm -hmm. But trauma very much is the physical Mm -hmm. occurrence in the body because of the event. Yep. A traumatizing event is what traumatizes the The body body because it causes trauma to be Mm -hmm. stored. It is a very new concept i do mm-hmm. realize you know mm-hmm. it's almost like every typical tuesday for us yeah <laughs> but it's still a very new concept in this world so to say in the world we live in today it's still very new but trauma is the physical thing within the body mm-hmm. it's what's left behind within the body mm-hmm. from the event because the body really does keep the score really the body does. really does remember that's mm-hmm. why like you will have people that went through some traumatic experiences and like whether it's a specific date they'll get like aches on oh the anniversary anniversary you know and that goes to ptsd a lot of people Mm -hmm. still believe ptsd is like oh yes you have to go to war and witness some stuff Mm -hmm. but ptsd is just the holding of the trauma in your body Mm -hmm. that keeps coming forth every so often Mm -hmm. especially on those anniversaries Mm -hmm. you will have what would be labeled PTSD episodes Mm -hmm. because your body simply remembered. It kept the score. Mm -hmm. It remembers that. Mm -hmm. For me, being born a preemie, my birthday, Mm. the reason why I always make such a big deal about it, like, y'all know me. I love birthdays. I celebrate pop culture's birthday every fucking year. It's a whole thing. like the party. Yes, you know? I'm like, because for me, a bitch wasn't supposed to make it this far. I wasn't supposed to be alive right now. Mm. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. You know? And every year around my birthday, I don't feel good. I feel something's wrong. And I'm just like, 
It's because I almost died on my day I was mm. born. It makes sense. That little baby body you remembers know? the traumatic experiences it went through. And every birthday reminds you that mm. something might not be right. Mm-hmm. Because it remembered that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. That, and then also the fact that I did clinically die with because oh, yeah. of Mando on my birthday. On your, so it's just like... It's like... Boop, boop. Memory after memory mm-hmm. within your body of that date. Mm-hmm. Doing a whole lot. Doing a whole lot. <laughs> Doing the most, honestly. What can I say? She is my body. She's a dramatic ass bitch. My body. <laughs> <laughs> and with all of that acknowledgement, with all of the healing, with all of the program. Oh, the growth. The growth. The growth is beautiful. But one of the things that I will say, I will say and, I, and I say to so many people when like they ask me about therapy... Because people are like, you know, you've been in therapy for like, Lord knows how long, right? And I was like, yes, but I've had a life full of trauma. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of my biggest lessons, which Jeremy, I love you. (laughs) He made all this possible. Um, Thank you, Jeremy. (laughs) Honestly. And you know, I'm thinking about like where I'm going to be after I'm done with Ina. And I'm like, Lord, you are so good to my therapist. They deserve some good success stories. Bless them. Bless them. But I went through some therapists that were not mm. good. And yeah, I think were, that's why I did the one day. <laughs> you know, they were very, like, stereotypical in their ideas and the mindsets. Still and, holding on to some stigmas. You know. You know, it's crazy because a lot of the breakthroughs were this generation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the initial breakthroughs were the 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the 80s to a lot of the youngins seems like forever ago. But the 80s was, like, what, 50 years ago? But stop. You know, the 80s wasn't that long ago, though. Like, it really wasn't. Um, so a lot of therapists, though, are still coming from the knowledge that was taught to them before the breakthroughs of the 80s, before mm-hmm. the breakthroughs of 2010s, mm-hmm. before all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, like, they're bad people. They're not the bad people. They just simply have not updated some of their books. Mm-hmm. Therefore, some of their teachings don't really serve you a whole lot of purpose sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, therapy really is kind of like shopping. You're yeah. shopping for your doctor. You're shopping mm-hmm. for someone that's a good fit. What fits not, you in your situation. Not someone that is going to validate all of your bullshit. Don't be doing that. That's mm. toxic. It's toxic. Don't be looking for the one that's going to tell you you're absolutely right in everything that you do. No, absolutely not. Because Jeremy was like, yeah. Yeah, why are you waiting for the left shoe to drop? You want to unpack that? Mm. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. And he's he's like, a good therapist that kind of like you know, smacks you around a you little. Know? And I'm like, I pay you for this. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I pay you to hurt me right now. <laughs> but, you know, once I had to leave him because he he literally was the one that told me and was like, I can no longer help you because the next like, phase. You me. Yeah. I outgrew him. And then I go to Ina and she's like, yes, you're not supposed to have the same therapist for the rest of your life. She's like, there should be progress in each process and phase Mm -hmm. you're in. She's like, at some point you're going to outgrow me too. And I was like, oh. God, I'm oh my everyone. gosh, she, me and my attachment issues. <laughs> I don't know how I could say goodbye. You know, because you do build a bond because they literally know your whole fucking life at that point. It's amazing. It really is. But it is a trial and error, which is mm-hmm. what some of the hardest parts. The and that's and also error. because of the stigma. They're like, mm-hmm. here's a therapist, do it. And if mm-hmm. you're not doing what they say, it's because mm-hmm. something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no. 
sometimes the shoe just doesn't fit and you mm-hmm. got to try on a different pair. Exactly. And this is why I loved Compass because there were all the types of therapists. I absolutely love Alyssa. She, that's my girl. I love her. Shout out. She, she was perfect for me. Really was. I was like, you have dyed hair and you're a theater kid. This is going to go amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they helped me unpack so much more. And throughout that process, I was like, damn, you've been an ungrateful bitch <laughs> for your damn self. Not appreciating yourself. No. And I was like, you didn't take a really good look and realize that you have accomplished a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of shit. Don't side eye me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I may not have been in your life long, but at the same time, five years is long enough. You know? And I've seen a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You need to, which you have, which yeah. is the point of this. I'm not attacking you, but if anything, I'm attacking myself too. I'm attacking all of you. But at the end of the day, you really do have to just pause and mm-hmm. acknowledge all of the growth. Even if you don't think it's a lot, pause. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it's not a lot to the little kid who comes Oof. up to you? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Would you say, bitch, you ain't doing enough? To some sad little kid out there, you're going to say, oh, my God, you did so much. Hang mm-hmm. on. You got this. And mm-hmm. you got to say those things to you. Yeah. Like, for example, anybody out there that is also an auntie and uncle, if your little four, five, six-year-old was like, look, I tied my shoes by myself, would you be like, that's all you did that's today? That's all you did today? Bitch, please. Right. Like, if, if you do, go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you need help. You know, you're so mean to a four year old, you know. But at the end of the day, you're gonna tell them, Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And that is how, at the end of the day, you need to talk to yourself through mm-hmm. all of your accomplishments. And it's like if you can't clap for you over something you did, you need to re- you need to reevaluate mm. not only why you didn't clap for you, but also what is the thing that you refuse to clap for you about and why and why it's the always the why the why that's how you unpack mm-hmm. mm. and that shit is rough so what it started doing for me to acknowledge me right mm-hmm. <laughs> which <laughs> me yay me yay me like london's have done yay me oh yeah yay <laughs> <laughs> You know, generation, the next generation doesn't even know who that is. Bro, the fact that she married Home Alone, I can't. Brenda Song. I didn't know that. Yes, they have a whole baby. Together. Wow. Oh, I, don't, so I like cute. to believe I'm not old. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Wow. Our tangent is like, you know, perfect. Home Alone, Christmas movie. It's great. Anyway. Wow. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> We're old. Didn't see that when I woke up this morning. Mm-mm-mm. See, there's a reason why I put blinders on when it comes to social media. They just tell me how old they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the fucking, fucking gift that I saw that they were like, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Does it hurt that bad? Someone said uh, 30 years ago, and I thought 1970s, and they meant 1990s, and I realized I'm old, and I have to go lay down. See, literally. Like, my knees hurt. I'm going to have to lay down. Like, 30 years ago is the 70s. 50 years ago is the 50s. What the fuck do you mean it's not? <laughs> it hurts. Right here. 30 years ago was our birthing season? That's crazy. <laughs> wild, bro. Fucking wild. I cannot. You know anyone born in the year 2000 can legally drink? That's, no, too far. <laughs> it hurts. 
There are the adults of the day. I want to vomit. <laughs> It's like the TikTok of the girl that I saw. She's like, yeah, I'm a manager at this institution with an octagon. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, I see what we're doing to me, but that's fine. And she's like, yeah, you know, and I'm looking at a resume. And he's like, oh, you know, born in the year 2000. And he's going to apply and for whatever. And, I, and I'm like, oh, yeah, thinking a child. A whole child. And in walks in a whole man with deep voice. And Ooh. I cackled. That's when you know it's time to go. And that's what she said. She's like, <sighs> and it was in that moment I knew I had to retire. <laughs> Honestly. You know, I knew I had to leave my job when a whole 16-year-old walked through that door. And I was like, who? you're 16 it's time for me to go <laughs> bro me we had those co-workers that like they got in and they couldn't drink yet and i'm like Ugh. so no happy hour <laughs> right and then i'm like okay but to be fair i started before i could drink so i get it yeah that's exactly why i was like it's time to go though yeah because i knew i was the 16 year old that walked into these places and mm-hmm. i'm like oh god no i'm not oh it's time to go time to get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> so in all this like existential crisis honestly because that's what it was, it was uh, a whole quarter life crisis a whole quarter life crisis and i was like okay write it out write it out because i had to do a trauma timeline and so it was like from oh i love a good timeline when we were in drake i was doing timelines oh Oh, i love that time Uh, they're traumatizing they're traumatizing but they help you with so much so much and I did a gratitude timeline of every accomplishment Ooh, like I've that. made to this point. I threw up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's trauma healing without a good vomit every now and then? You know, um, anyone with ED, though, there are resources. I love you, babies. You, there is help. That's yes, not what Yes, you don't is. have to do all that. Yes. Sometimes there are times, though. When the emotions are too much. The, oh, it's just too much. And you're just like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, and I did it, and I did a whole timeline, and it was beautiful. I cried, and I puked, and I was like, okay, I need to get the fuck out of the house, because I... That vitamin D, that walk, oh my god, it And it was still sunny then. Oh, it reminds me of the fucking TikToks that, like, people are just stomping, and I was like, I guess I'm gonna go for a walk on my mental health. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go for the walk. Mm-hmm. Go for the walk. Mm-hmm. And I did. And that's when I originally recorded the makeup look for this nice. topic. Because you got some sun again. I got some sun. That, that's why I look real tan in that video. And then I redid the makeup. And I was like, I see where the tan disappeared. Nice. <laughs> it's so quick in here in Chicago for the oh, tan to go. Girl. I'm like, you know, I was Mexican in the summer. And <laughs> you were in the summer. What do you know? <laughs> Pasty. Yeah. You know. It's okay, me too. <laughs> it's rough out here in these streets. It'd be rough out here. Wind be blowing. <laughs> Sorry, I was just depressed. It's cold again. The cold is upon us. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Uh, anyway. You see why we're friends. You know. <laughs> and so I was like, cool, fuck it. Let me put on a dress. Let me put on the makeup. Oh, yes. You know, that's a whole thing of mm-hmm. taking care of yourself in, its, in itself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just put on, the, put on the cute outfit. Put mm-hmm. on the makeup. Are you going mm-hmm. anywhere? No, do it anywhere. Why not? It makes you exactly. feel good. Had my sneakers on because I knew I was going to be walking for a while. <laughs> I need to put on my orthopedic shoes. <laughs> not the orthopedics. <laughs> Lord, she said Dr. Scholes. I mean, at. a bitch used to be playing soccer in heels, and now she had to put on her whole sneakers. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Why we bring that up? Wild. It hurts. <laughs> anyway, true. It hurts though. Oh, muscle. <laughs> and so I went for a walk down Lakeshore Drive, and instead of trying to eat myself in traffic, <laughs> the growth. <laughs> the growth. I was like, wow, the sun is shining. It's beautiful. What do I want to do today? I feel like fucking Phineas and Ferb <laughs> to myself. <laughs> what are we gonna do today? Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's this random coffee shop that I've been wanting to go to that I never fucking went to. That's how, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. people, that's how you treat yourself. That random thing you've been wanting to go to but haven't, go. Yeah. And that's what I did. Got myself a little cold brew and I was like, first off, good ass coffee. I got to take you to that. It's delicious. I need some caffeine too. So good. And walked my ass around the city, walked my ass back home. The wind gods were so good to me that my skirt on my dress didn't rise because <laughs> people would have gotten a whole look <laughs> for yeah. free sometimes the cheeks just need tanning not for free <laughs> <laughs> and so i walked my ass back home had a moment made that's when i made fucking chicken curry delicious it was so good i was so proud of myself i was like god i haven't made this in like five years it's so good so I made it, had a grand old day, chilled, went to bed at a, like a reasonable time, crazy. <laughs> and it was just a good day. And then I was like, why can't I do this for myself more consistently? Before you burn out. Before the burnout. Just do it for yourself. Why do I feel a sense of guilt? Trauma. Obviously. <laughs> People pleasing tendencies, control People issues. That be runneth deep within you, though. That comes up oh, a lot for you. Oh, the control issues, yeah. girl, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That comes up a lot for you. Oh, yeah. It, it, real bad. Let it go. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Which, thank you for helping me line up all the cups in order. <laughs> a furious spoon. Because I was like, and she's like, hmm, you're OCD kicking a little bit. And I was oh, like. Oh, yeah. While you're face down in your noodles, you still manage. <laughs> <laughs> still manage to be like, scoop class, two inches to left. And I was like, the OCD issues coming out, huh? And I was like, <laughs> shit, I really wish you wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> but thank you for, like, feeding it and helping them yes, all line yes. up perfectly. I was I very happy. I lined them all up so you can enjoy the noodles. <laughs> I was very happy. Thank you. <laughs> Calm me down. I'm so grateful. <laughs> High intensity days, that's when it comes out. That's when everything has to be like in perfect order. Mm. Otherwise, I lose my shit. But I was just like, oh, my God. And then I was like, cool. We're going to do this more often. And then I was like, oh. You really have been. I have to intentionally do this more often. Yeah. You have been taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and treating yourself more often. I'm proud of you. Proud Thank you. I appreciate that. You Love too. It. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud of you guys. I heard you in a cheer. Hey. <laughs> that was a loud ass conk. That's okay. They'll live. They've, <laughs> heard, all, they've heard all the bubblegum pops. Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Can I sing certain songs or is there like copyright issues? You know, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, I was like, okay, how do I do this? And then the hardest part of giving yourself that acknowledgement, of giving yourself those flowers, is the days when you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I am the scum of the earth. (laughs) When that imposter syndrome and depression Mm -hmm. and everything comes forth and you're just like, I am nothing. Those are the days you need it the most. But those mm. are the hardest days to Absolutely. physically go and treat yourself 
Not sabotage. Not sabotage. But treat yourself. But treat yourself. And the treating yourself. And look at me when I say this, and y'all could be looking at your phone when I say this. Look at your phone when I say this. Look at me, right? Treating yourself can be as simple as you're so tired, you're so stubborn and depressed, and you just don't want to do shit. But you drink a glass of water. You drink. You wash your face. You wash your face. It's and that's something I feel like I struggle with. It's just crazy. I'm a whole adult, right? <laughs> but there are other adults like me where sometimes the treating yourself is get out of your crusty bed, mm-hmm. wash your fucking face, mm-hmm. and you can go back to your crusty bed. <laughs> but your face at least feels a little better. Your face is refreshed. <laughs> like, you know, do. The necessities. The necessities. Don't abandon and neglect yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, what was it called? It was like the fucking seeds. So it's sleep, eat, exercise, movement, doctor's orders, and self care. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Seeds. Mm-hmm. Planting the seeds. Yes. And it was like, you know, how many of those did you do? Are you checking in with yourself? Daily. Daily. Daily check in. Daily. Because, Just because you washed your face yesterday doesn't mean you can't today. Mm-hmm, exactly. And one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn along the process of giving myself flowers every day is, am I doing what I need to do to make sure that I'm good? Mm-hmm. Because you can't help somebody else to give Ooh. them a shirt off your back that isn't even on you in the first you place. can't fill someone's glass when yours is empty. Exactly. That was good. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Nah. <laughs> How do you give yourself flowers? Mm, definitely the washing of thy face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the checking in. You know that morning routine is a lot. A lot of people sleep <sighs> on that morning routine and then grab a cup of coffee to go and go. But then you're, who are you anymore? Like, where were you before you had to go and do everything else for everyone else? Mm -hmm. So that morning routine, I want to say, is very important. But that's that's what I've been working on for me is, okay, I wake up. And before I, chaos, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me just wash my face, drink some water, sit to a song that I really like, Mm -hmm. and then go. Because, you know, that doesn't have to take a whole lot of your morning. A lot of people is like, oh, I don't got time. Okay, you got five minutes. Play your favorite song and wiggle your hips. You know, like, you got five minutes to do so. Because mm-hmm. that's what you want to do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's beautiful. For me, a supplementation. <laughs> Actually, I'm like, you know what? Supplementation be real strong. I know I'm neglecting myself and I forget my vitamins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what I be doing for me? Nice. I definitely, so what I've started doing... Since my fucking hydromate broke. You know. You know. What's your excuse of getting another one? I got a Yeti instead. (laughs) (laughs) I got a whole Yeti. But I'll fill up a Yeti, which is like 34 ounces. Nice. Beautiful. I love it. She's gorgeous. And then I have a bottle of Voss water. And I was like, it's glass. Where am I going to toss it? Mm. I can reuse it. So I'll fill them and set them in different places of my house. Mm. so that even if i'm like damn i want some water and i walk into a different room it's staring at me it's still there i have no excuse no excuse no that's something that most everyone would benefit off actually Mm -hmm. and and a good time to benefit off of placing a bottle of water somewhere is placing it on your nightstand on the window Mm -hmm. next to you anywhere that's next to where you sleep Mm -hmm. so that when you wake up 
It's in your it's face. There. Mm-hmm. Drink water. First mm-hmm. and foremost, oh my gosh, I have so much mental health benefits that a lot of people don't even realize. Again, the body keeps the score. It all is very physical. Whatever is mental is still mm-hmm. physical. Mm-hmm. Drinking that glass of water within the first one minute that you wake up, those first 60 seconds, drinking water mm-hmm. can regulate mood, mm-hmm. can regulate your weight, can mm-hmm. do so much for you. Mm-hmm. For just drinking some water in the morning. Just some water. There's just water. There's water. Sorry, all I could think of is the little boy on TikTok. It's just corn. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> He's adorable. Is that what started all this music about corn? I, on my feeds, anyway, I get a whole lot of like <laughs> different like raps and different like songs or whatever about corn. I guess. <laughs> and I just thought it was a Chicago thing. I was like, you damn Chicagoans and you're fucking corn. You Indiana children of the cornfields. She's like you Midwesterners. All you Midwesterners with all the corn. <laughs> uh, yeah, for reference, here. she's a Floridian. And don't hate. I feel like a whole lot of you was just like, ooh. The moment Floridian came around. You know, I'm not the Florida man on the on the headlines. <laughs> Poor Florida man. <laughs> Poor Florida man. <laughs> You'd be going through the most. Oh, yeah. It's the salt water. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I was watching the fucking Rings of Power the other day. And, like, she stops. Dude, anyways. Point is, she tells him, she's like, you cannot hydrate yourself off of uh, drinking salt water. Mm-hmm. Or, like, water of the ocean. And I was like... Cause it's salty. Cause it dehydrates you. you. Dehydrate yourself that faster than you. That's a good reference, <laughs> but not the point here. Um, I am gonna talk about the Rings of Power on a separate episode because I am so intrigued that I'm probably gonna get my mom to talk about it too in Spanish. It's gonna be beautiful. Oh yes. If she agrees, we'll see. Pending, we'll see. Pending. That my mother is pending, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's what I do for myself. I like place water everywhere and also just making sure that like I do a reading every day because Mm -hmm. that's one of the hardest things, especially when I'm like, I know the universe is going to yell at me. (laughs) I'm like, I have to read me right now. Especially if Big Mama deck is. Oh, Big Mama. She's so beautiful. She says a lot of hurtful, truthful, but that's why it hurts. Yeah. (laughs) Things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, love her though. Love her. Mm-hmm. Love her. She scares me sometimes, a bit. You know, a little bit. And you like, you know, it's like being scolded by your mother. <laughs> a little worse, honestly. <laughs> being scolded by the grandma. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you so much, Rosie Gula. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> My pleasure. Yay. <laughs> All right, my lovely hummingbirds, that's it for this episode. Catch us. Well, me, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Catch her. She's going. I'm going. Uh, On the next episode, for the rating of, I'm going to finally do it. I was avoiding it, but Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, like the Netflix show? Oh, it was good. Oh, yeah. It was, but it was a lot. It was heavy. It was heavy. It was heavy. Like You had to almost like take breaks from it. Yeah, yeah. Finally doing the review on that one. Absolutely. I'm going to take a pause. I just want to take your picture. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But yes, catch me on that next time. As always, follow me on all my handles. Elman Rovasquez, Alundra's wifey. And les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, money. Kisses. And reminding <laughs> you to always look up at the moon. I love you guys so much, and I'll catch you on the next one. Okay, I love you. Bye. Peace out.